Welcome to another episode of the Music City Drive-In, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, I sit down with the star of the upcoming film, the subject, Jason Biggs. We talked about why he took on this role, what challenge he faced in preparing for this role, and so much more. The subject comes out in theaters and video on demand on October 22nd. I hope you enjoyed this interview. Absolute pleasure of speaking to the star of the upcoming film, The Subject, Mr. Jason Biggs. How are you today, sir? Good, Ricky. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, before we dive into the film, I'd like to ask a good little question for you. What was your first job in the movie industry? Oh, boy. It's uh, a good question. So um, I, I, I started when I was a little kid. So I, I, I mean, my first jobs were sort of more modeling i remember i remember like doing a tv show here in new york called looking good with pat george i think it was like a might have been a local new york show actually and i went out and it was like modeling back to school clothes you know it was like me and some other kids and it was like televised so like that was my first i think my first tv gig i was five i think or four um so that was like my first sort of in the industry, I guess. But but in if feature film is what you're talking about specifically, I was an extra a ton when I was a kid. So I did, you're not gonna believe this. I was an extra in nine and a half weeks. I was an extra in the Flamingo Kid. Um, I was an extra in Sea of Love with Al Pacino random New York City based uh, films that I would come in and be a kid in the background. I did that a bunch uh, when I was younger. That was sort of my first sort of introduction to the movie world. Fantastic. Yeah. You play Phil Waterhouse in a documentary filmmaker who plays the, uh, who deals with the aftermath of catching the murder of a black teen on tape. What attracted you to this role? A lot really. Um, you know, for starters, it, it, it was clearly uh, different for me. You know, this is not something that I usually do. It's not something I often get the opportunity to do. You know, I, I generally do comedy, you know, I've done drama in the past, but I, as soon as I read this, I, I realized that it would be different. It would really require me to dig deep <laughs> and, you know, sort of access, uh, you know, emotional uh, parts of myself that I had never really had to access before, or certainly not for a role. Um, but I finally felt for whatever reason at this age and at this point in my life, this was of course like three or four years ago now, but um, at that point, I felt like maybe I could do it, that I maybe could get to those places. And so there was that just from the performance aspect of things. And then I just thought the film asked a lot of really important questions. Um, and I thought it did a good job of asking those questions without, you know, answering them or making, you know, I, I felt like it, it, it really allowed the audience to sort of, you know, come to their own conclusions um, or maybe second guess themselves, you know, from what they thought initially. And so, you know, it's interesting because this, 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 we shot this you know, before the, the Black Lives Matter movement uh, started. So this, this it's, it's really interesting, the timing, how the timing of this is all sort of played out. But, you know, for better or for worse, uh, 
you know, it, it, uh, I, I think for worse on the one hand, it tells you that things, you know, have things really changed. I mean, this, this could have been written any, t- you know, at, at any point, this is a story that can unfortunately be told at, at various points in our, you know, uh, in, in our uh, world here, but yeah, it just, um, you know, it's not often that I'm a part of a project that has something really important to say. I'll be perfectly honest, you know, I love doing comedies and it's the most fun I have when I'm working. And I think they are incredibly important to the world, right? We need comedies. It is very important. But in terms of projects that really ask questions, you know, Orange is the New Black, for me, that was a really important um, project, you know, obviously shed light on the prison system, you know, uh, specifically the women's prison system. And, um, you know, I thought I had really important messages in that sense, but, but this is clearly like, you know, one of the more important films and projects I've ever been associated with simply because of the questions it asks and the, and the, and the things it sheds lights on. So uh, the movie has, uh, like, I was looking to do some research on it. The movie has like three different cameras going at once because it's shooting you, but you're also shooting a documentary and there's a lot going on. What was it like trying to adapt to that? You know, it's, it, uh, it, it, for, for me, that was sort of less of a concern, you know? There were definitely days when I was there when I had to ask, you know, oh, so this camera is, sorry, is this the audience's camera? Is this Phil shooting his, is this the subject's camera? Is it I'm being filmed? Uh, the truth was, it didn't necessarily change my performance. I mean, obviously there are moments when I catch the camera that's filming me. Uh, those are important moments and I have to act accordingly, but for the most part, you know, that, that was really for Lanny, our director, you know, to sort of figure out and, and keep track of, right? She needs to shoot the world and she needs to edit it, you know, the way that she wants to reveal it to uh, the larger audience. Uh, for me, it was, you know, I, I knew, you know, sort of each scene, what was, you know, what was needed. And it didn't really matter where it was being, sh- how it was being filmed, you know. Uh, the second half of the film is when Phil comes face to face with Leslie, the mother of Malcolm. This is a very dialogue-heavy, powerful sequences. What was it kind of like getting in that headspace for these scenes? Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, you know, part part of it uh, that that really helped us along, I think, was. Uh, we were able to shoot that at the end of, of our uh, production, right? So obviously filming is not, you know, linear. I mean, you're kind of shooting in whatever schedule, you know, you, you, you can. Um, it's not like a play in that sense, but Lanny was able to save this big third act confrontation for the very end of filming. So in that sense, <clears throat> it was you know, it was really helpful in that I got to live with this character for a while and actually kind of take this journey with him so that by the time this confrontation happened, I was emotionally more prepared to do it. Um, but, you know, it was a really crazy scene. I mean, we shot it over the course of a couple days, you know, but I, I had a lot of help. Um, you know, obviously the script was in amazing shape. Uh, you know, it was all there on the page, but Lanny really held my hand through it all. She, she's incredible at giving notes. I mean, she's incredible at speaking to actors. Like, you know, for a first time filmmaker, it was, it was almost shocking how good she, she knew exactly what to say when uh, to get me to 
um, make the necessary adjustments in a very real uh, way and, and, and in a way that instilled confidence in me. Because again, going back to the beginning of this uh, conversation, this is not something I'm used to doing. And so my confidence levels are not, you know, I'm scared. I was very scared uh, to do it. And so, and then the other component, of course, is Anjanou. Anjanou Ellis, who, who, you know, was my <clears throat> scene partner there. I mean, she's just absolutely brilliant. And, you know, for her, this was an incredibly emotional scene as well, but she was so good at um, recognizing when I needed a little bit more help you know, and she was able to give it, you know, it, it's, uh, she, she's, um, she's, she's just so good. And I'm very grateful to her and Lanny and Cheesa and everyone that helped me, you know, feel like I could actually do a scene like that. Malcolm sees a glimmer of hope and Phil kind of shuts it down. How important is it for us not to withhold the knowledge that we have within us from others? Yeah, I mean, that moment sort of really says it all, doesn't it? It's, uh, you know, here he is making this film ostensibly to, you know, shed light on uh, a world that we might not know a lot about, um, you know, to sort of shed light on the disparity that exists in the world, right, between the privileged world and the non-privileged world. Uh, and then ultimately, um, ironically, he maybe uh, perpetuates that divide even more. Um, not just by the sheer fact of making this film, right? But also by, you know, that, that moment in particular where he, you know, Malcolm, you know, there's that moment where Malcolm inquires about filmmaking and about, you know, maybe his, and in, in sort of shares his own aspirations, right? Where there's that aspirational moment for Malcolm and he shoots him down because it doesn't serve necessarily his uh, objective, you know, Phil's objective. Um, and it just ends up perpetuating this divide, right? And it just, it just, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting what for me, because I'm a big documentary fan, um, but it raises all kinds of moral questions about the role of the film, of the documentary filmmaker, and also what, you know, who has the rights to uh, explore certain, you know, worlds, right? And um, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just really interesting. Um, ask it, it, a lot of, a lot of good questions, I think this movie asked, and that's part of the appeal for me in, in doing it. Well, what is something you learned about yourself playing in this role? Well, about myself, I mean, you know, a, a couple things, right? So there's the, there's the, just the, the human component, you know, do I, do I personally, I don't think I've watched a documentary in the same way again, as I did before I made this film or before I read this script really. Right. It definitely makes me question, you know, sort of, uh, what the filmmakers objectives really are. Um, you know, it makes me wonder, are there other motives behind this film, you know, it just sort of makes me see documentaries in a new light, frankly. Uh, but I think the biggest thing for me is, um, is the performance component. You know, I did not think that I could do this sort of thing. And so, um, and obviously it's, you know, you can come to your own uh, uh, conclusion as to maybe I, maybe I can't do it, you know, but I felt like I could do it. I, I didn't think I could do what I ultimately did. And so for me, it was a huge 
uh, confidence instiller. <laughs> you know, I it was a turning point in me for me in my career because now I carry with me a confidence that I can do things that I didn't think I could do. So uh, that that for me was just massive. I just want to thank you for your time today. And for me personally, uh, I was blown away by your performance. I really, truly was. I thought the performance was amazing. I the entire film. Was it because, as, as you said, you kind of look at your body of work and you do a lot of comedy. So it's like, oh, this is Jason Biggs in this very serious role. Let's see what he does. And you did an amazing, amazing job with it. I, I appreciate that, Ricky. Thank you so much, man. And before we go, I just want to say one last thing. And I was talking about it a little bit, but I just want to say thank you. You had a huge impact on my childhood. You really did. You really like your American Pie movies. The movie, you just it got me through some really tough times in my life. So I just wanted to say thank you for that as well. That means a lot, man. Um, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, yeah, that really means a lot. Thanks, man.